Welcome. This is Save the Change, the podcast where we talk about the little tips and strategies, often but not always regarding parenting, that can make living life simply a lot better. I'm Dr. Karen Latimer, and today I want to tackle the culture of want that we live in, and one that I believe is incredibly toxic to our kids. Many years ago, when we were doing some kind of renovation, I mentioned that I needed something. And I can't really remember what that something was. Maybe it was like two sinks in the kitchen or laundry on the bedroom floor, but I can remember exactly what the contractor said. Yes, he said, need, W-A-N-T. And that has stayed with me. At the time, it was funny. I laughed. He wasn't being insulting. He was a friend. But it has stayed significant to me. When we can spell need as W-A-N-T. And I see that more and more in our lives. He was right. There are luxuries and there are needs. And it is incredibly easy to get them confused. And it feels today that it is just harder and harder to control the want, to control the feeling that we need so damn much. I just walked through an airport a couple of days ago, and I was struck by how much it has changed. 20 years ago, I'm dating myself, I know, you could buy, what, gum and maybe a keychain or a t-shirt or like a little plastic snow globe. You walk through an airport today, And you can buy expensive jewelry, perfumes, clothes, and high-end bags and luggage to carry it all in. It's crazy. 20 years ago, we were exposed to TV commercials for maybe the hour we watched TV. We were exposed to magazine ads for the few times we looked at one while we were waiting for an appointment. And the static billboards were there, and we just drove by them quickly on the highways. They didn't change often. Now, we cannot get away from advertisements for everything from shampoo to Viagra to weed. We use our screens for everything, and the constant pop-ups of what you need to have in order to live better, combined with the algorithms and invasions of privacy that keep our phones and our computers popping with just what we personally would be drawn to, All of this is so incredibly toxic to our mental well-being. When we are always, always wanting, we approach everything in life from a place of scarcity, from a place of lack. All evidence would point to the opposite. We live in almost embarrassing abundance compared with the rest of the world. Our children want for nothing Yet they have been conditioned to want for everything. I can't go down the social media road too far. I try to keep these short, but it is clear our kids are under the influence of influencers. Since when do 10 and 11-year-old girls ask for Sephora gift cards for birthdays instead of toys? I think I wanted a Barbie dream house at that age. Now young girls want the skincare Margot Robbie uses, as if this can turn them into this truly unattainable beauty. These girls are already perfect. They are beautiful and young and they are aching to have products that they are being led to believe they need. They are literally being brainwashed into thinking they are not worthy, that they are not enough. What happens when the focus is 
always on what you don't have, on these holes you imagine exists, the ones that need to be filled with stuff. This type of mindset triggers anxiety and depression. It can lead to eating disorders, low self-esteem, and risky behavior taking. People who approach life from a place of scarcity are more prone to jealousy, more influenced by stress, and they can have more difficulty in relationships. How can we help our kids break free of this? How can we help them understand they are in fact enough, that they are blessed, and that they truly in every sense have enough? There are ways and they are worth trying. As Cheryl Crow says, it's not having what you want, it's wanting what you have. And I'm going to get to that, but a very quick shameless ad as I talk about advertisements, but this one's free and I swear it will make your life better. A quick plug for my new app, Listem. It is the one and only place your phone needs to keep track of everything you want to remember and all the recommendations you want to share. It can be strictly private, sharing lists with little groups, or it can be public. And it can be public in a pressure-free way, kind of think social light. And oh, there are never ever any ads. And it's free. List them. L-I-S-T apostrophe M. So thanks for letting me tell you about the app. I'm really excited about it, as you can tell. But back to what are we going to do about all this want? First, as always, and I know ever annoying as a piece of advice, check yourself. How do you approach life? Are you grateful for what you have, content with yourself and happy for others' successes? Or do you exemplify by your words and actions a mindset of scarcity? Do you feel that the success or joy of others is somehow robbing you of success and joy? Do you spend a lot of time wanting more, more time, more stuff, more attention? If so, start taking some steps to check yourself, or at the very least, be mindful of the ways in which your child witnesses these negative feelings. The best parenting is parenting by example. Again, unfortunately. But things you can do. Simply avoid the I wish I had sentence and substitute, I'm so grateful I have, dot, dot, dot. Try to elevate other people and their successes rather than diminish them. Redirect your thoughts. When you find yourself thinking, I don't have time for this, consider, do I have time for this? Rather than think, I wish I could afford to have someone else do this for me, consider how lucky you are to be able to wake up each day and do that thing. Writing can really help. Just start writing down three things you are grateful for each and every day. This can make a huge difference. It can be super simple. And spend more time with positive people who gossip less and support each other more. It's contagious. And then on to the kids. So as far as the children go, starting young with them is always the best, of course, with everything. And you don't have to buy them something every time they go on an outing with you. Just say no to some material things they don't need more often. Wanting something and then getting it provides a dangerous positive feedback loop to the feeling of want. Say no and I promise over time they will want things less. Exhibit kindness when you are talking about other people, when you are discussing both their successes and their failures. 
especially when you are talking about your kids' friends. Our instinct is to take the success of another child and to try to make sure our kid doesn't feel bad by comparison by taking that other kid down a notch or by instinctively building our child up in some way. Just don't do that. Instead say, wow, I am so happy for them. Sounds like they really deserved it. You'll be surprised just how much better this feels. Provide perspective, not by saying, do you know how lucky you are? There are children starving when your kids have triggered you, but by saying, I am so grateful we have enough to eat. So many people don't. Can you even imagine there being no food in your home when you got home from school? Show your kids they are valued for more than how they look and what they wear. Focus on their inner strengths and avoid judgment about appearances. And always, always make sure they feel they are worthy of love and respect. And finally, this is always the tough one, limit their exposure to social media and marketers. All of these are benefiting from keeping your child feeling as insecure and inadequate as possible. In the interest of time, I can't get into how to do that uh, today, but we will reserve social media for another podcast and hopefully you'll have a chance to listen to it. And for you, you know, you can Google how to develop a mindset of abundance and by all means, you should definitely do that. It's helpful, and I do hope these little tips help too. But above all, I think the most important thing to do and the most important takeaway from this is just to be mindful of how really harmful all this wanting actually is for us and for our kids. Be intentional about making the changes your gut, your intuition is already telling you you should be making. Trust yourself. As a parent, you are definitely enough. Thank you so much for listening.